Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. As always, I appreciate you tuning in this week and sharing your Monday blues with me. And if you haven't done so already, please follow me on Instagram at its.me.shell and click that link on my bio for more content, behind the scenes, upcoming episodes, or so we can just say hi there. All right, I'll see you at the spot. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me, Hola, mi familia. How are we feeling? Welcome to another episode of It's Me, Shell. And if this is your first time visiting, hi, it is I, your host, Michelle S. And I hope you had a great, great weekend. Can you believe that this is the last week of July? I mean, I don't want to rush things along, but it's almost the end of summer. I'm not a major summer fanatic or anything, you know, I'm a fall kind of gal, but damn, time is zooming, it's just flying, isn't it? So when I think about the past year and a half, almost two years we've had, it's been tough for us. And now, unfortunately, we have this Delta variant. I mean, summer's ending, quarantine seems to be almost completely over. And now we have this variant, y'all. What the fuck? We just can't catch a break, can we? And speaking of breaks, Kanye West is delaying his 10th album, Donda, named after his late mother, by two more weeks. He just uh, did this premiere of the album two or three days ago live in Atlanta, and now its release date has been moved. Yet again, I believe this is the album everyone's been waiting for since 2020. I don't know, from what I've been hearing and reading, he has a lot of heavy hitters on this album. So I'm looking forward to listening to what he has to say. I will say, Mr. West, I am intrigued. And according to Vulture.com, the album premiere isn't the complete version. So he's currently living inside of the Mercedes-Benz Stadium building until it's complete, hence the new August 6th release date. So we'll have to wait and see, mi familia. I don't know, that was more like bochinche, un chismecito. But you know I like to drop that knowledge, keep you guys on, so there you go. Now, I want to be that dramatic. Shit. Like, if I don't finish writing for the podcast, I want to cover my face with a stocking and walk outside and live in the stadium until I'm done. I don't know. I think I can make it happen. Yeah. Anyway, so with that being said, if you're heading into work, already at work, heading home because your day is over, or you delayed anything having to do with work for two weeks like Kanye because you simply weren't ready, let me help you forget that it's Monday by setting a different scene. I'm going to create the scenario for y'all. I'll give you some time to get ready. Mi gente, let's get it. You aren't a complainer. You go to work, do what you have to do, and head home. Job well done. 
You hang out with friends, go with the flow, and have a great time. And things go well in your relationships, whether they're romantic, platonic, or casual, just to name a few. But you realize a shift. Work is becoming a lot more overwhelming because you're the reliable one. Your friends want you to feel what they feel or give you the sense of you being responsible for their moods and their feelings. Your relationships want to do nothing but talk about things that make you uncomfortable or things that you just simply aren't into. You, my friend, have just realized that you've entered the world in which you have to start setting boundaries. Okay, so I will start off by saying that I usually podcast about things that inspire me in life. It can be something I saw, something I experienced, or someone else has experienced, conversations I've had, anything really, whether past, present, or even future, it inspires me. I like to talk about it. So this week, we're talking about boundaries. And I was inspired by a conversation, well, amongst other things that happened, but all in like that same genre, but a conversation that I attempted to have. And honestly, it triggered me. And when that happens, I simply walk away, respectfully, of course, because that's the wonderful thing about setting up these rules for yourself and letting others know about these rules. You can get up and say, you know what? This isn't going anywhere right now, so let's take a break and revisit this. It also gives me the opportunity to process what's going on and what I'm feeling. And I'll tell you, almost always revisiting the conversation ends on a great note. And I'm speaking for myself. Everyone listens and everyone understands each other. We actually speak instead of feeling some weird animosity that shouldn't even be there you know that's what happens when you become combative there's like this animosity of who's gonna win who's better who's saying the right stuff who's wrong you know so give myself some time now I'm not gonna say that I was always this way okay when I was younger I was a bit feisty I mean I was always happy go lucky funny outgoing but I think we all have that fiery side in us The side that wants to give, you know, that argument right back to the person. You want to fight. You want to scream. You want to yell. You want to be right just all the time. But I feel that eventually we just grow out of it. I know that there's some that don't want to grow out of that. And I learned throughout my journey to adulthood that some people enjoy the feeling of that anger or the arguing, the yelling the combat. They thrive on those negative feelings. I don't. I can't. I just can't function that way. Maybe it's because I'm a Pisces. And you know what they say about us. We're these like sensitive, loving, empathetic creatures that overthink everything and try to solve all the problems of the world. Shout out to all my Pisces out there because you know I feel y'all and I mean that on the li- in, in the literal sense and you understand it when I say that but I'm not a combative person. I believe in fairness, love, I don't know y'all. I think I was born in the wrong time 
I should have been a hippie or something. I don't know. But don't get me wrong. I won't let anyone get over on my kindness, okay? When I talk fairness, that includes me too. <laughs> this is why boundaries are so important. Because it sets a spoken line. And when people cross that line... They can't say, well, you never told me. Yes, the fuck I did. Okay, you're, you're hopscotching over that line. Calm the fuck down. It's kind of like the Hulk of no means no without the big ass green alter ego. Although it can be like that sometimes. Okay, listen. Yes, the fuck it can. I wish I knew about this when I was younger. I remember mentioning this before, but therapy and talking about mental health back in the days was a secret. You didn't say anything out loud. But had my family or even myself been educated, or maybe educated isn't the correct word. Maybe if we had the correct tools, we would have communicated a lot better. I would have definitely set boundaries with my mother since she was, you know, the only parental figure around at the time. I'm sure there are many of us that feel this way too. And disclaimer, I know it's hard being a single mother and having to handle every aspect of life for yourself and your children. It is extremely overwhelming. And we would have benefited from learning how to handle such stressors. So I guess educated and having the appropriate tools do go hand in hand. So I'll leave it at that. Now, I don't blame my mother for anything. This was the way that she was able to handle all three of us. Because it's, you know, my sister and my brother and myself. I am the oldest, by the way. (laughs) I'm the test subject. I'm just kidding. But this is how she learned how to handle things. Whatever tools she was passed down from her uh, mother and her father and her grandparents is what she used. That's the only thing she had available. So she had to make do with what she had. But there were definitely things that I would have told her, you know, like, hey, this requires me time to process. That's definitely a boundary because I feel that parents don't think like that with children and myself included. There are definitely times where I catch myself and I have to say, all right, they have their own mind. You know, my kids have their own mind. They have their own feelings. I have to let them process it. I have to let them express it. You know, you grew up. In my era, there was no talking back. There was no family meetings. And you guys know how much I love that shit. There was none of that. So it is what it is. We, we learn and we grow. That's it. So I'm going in with this mental health talk. Because like I said, I like to talk about experiences, whether my own or someone else's. And I was hit this week back to back to back with information, freaking stories, questions personal experiences all in one fucking week and it all had to do with traumatic experiences not necessarily my own but just traumatic experiences all around and I thought to myself if there is anything I learned this week that is of value and I should share with you is that setting these guidelines at work home school with friends or partners is very very useful because it ensures that people behave in a way that you feel safe and that you'll know how to respond 
when someone crosses the line that you set. Which brings us to our favorite segment, Window Talks with La Comay. Some of my fans, friends, or foes send me questions, dilemmas, ideas, or comments, and La Comay gives them advice to help them with whatever they got going on from her little round table in the kitchen by the window, or she reads them to death while sipping her tea. It's also a time where La Comay reflects on shit and she shares it with you all. She drops knowledge, talks shit, whatever she wants, she's gonna do it. So this week I asked, has anyone ever crossed a boundary that was put into place? And if so, what was your reaction? Or what actions were taken when that line was crossed? And La Comay had some stuff to say. Hola, and hello, buenos días, buenas tardes, buenas noches, everybody, it's me, La Comay. Buenas, it's me, La Comay, Michele, welcome me, bienvenido, how are you, how you been? I hope you've been good, I missed you, my darlings. Okay, so this week, we asking, if anybody has ever crossed a boundary and put us in a weird place or a weird position and made us react a certain way, and you know, what we did once that boundary was crossed. <laughs> Bebe. So, you already know me, okay? My boundaries have been set since birth, okay, honey? I mean, nobody gonna play with me. I say how it is and that's it. But that's neither here nor there because you already know. If I'm not comfortable, then we ending it right then and there. But you know I have a story. So let me tell you. One of my good friends told me about this friend she had. This girl had a tendency of having a nasty attitude every morning when she got to work, honey, okay? She would curse everyone out. She would mean mug people, look at people up and down just because she wasn't, quote unquote, a morning person. But who is? <laughs> I mean, seriously, who wakes up in the morning and says, ah, yes, I'm such a morning person. I'm going to head to work. and I'm going to be fabulous. Went away. I do. But still, <laughs> you know what I'm, this is not about me. You know what I'm talking about. And then later in the afternoon, this fucking girl, she would just be friendly and wanted to talk and try to hug everyone. It was like a complete 180. So one day, my very good friend had a rough start to her day and she needed someone to speak to. So she thought it would be okay for her to approach this nasty individual and talk to her about her morning. And this puta desgraciada tells her she doesn't want to hear her bullshit. It's too early. Just like that. Pero who told that putis that she was the queen of the world? Last I checked, this wasn't the UK. That's the only queen I know because <laughs> I don't want them trang. Don't friends listen to each other? But anyway, as the day went by, the booty Susie started to unwind and she approaches my good friend and says, so what's up? What did you want to talk about? What in the buffuckery multiple personality is going on over here? But my friend was prepared, okay? And she told her very politely, I love being your friend, 
but I will not tolerate mistreatment. And if you continue to project your anger towards me, we can no longer be friends. <laughs> so you know what I heard? Basically, fuck you, bitch. I'm away for you outside. <laughs> That was me interpretation. That's how I heard it. <laughs> and good for her, right? You can't allow other people to treat you how they want to treat you just because they feel like it. You're not their rag doll. And I'm not saying that it's not okay for her friend to choose not to listen to anything negative in the mornings, especially if she has rough mornings. But that's not how you talk to people, especially not someone you call your friend. I'm a big believer in setting rules for people because sometimes they take advantage. Whether they know that they're doing it or not, they, you know, they take advantage of you. There's nothing wrong with helping people understand how you want to be treated. But don't be a puti susie about it. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Y mira, don't forget, mi casa es tu casa. Just let me know when you're coming by. I'll be busy. I keep telling you. But my window is always open. Mira, ven acá. I want to remind you, make sure you go to my girl's Instagram and click that link on her bio. It'll take you to a whole new world like Aladdin, honey, okay? And also, don't forget, our new series is Me Wednesday, and you know I'm the star. You're going to get to see me, so make sure you're there. Don't be a square. Just trying to get you closer to Friday. Okay, my babies. Bye. Well, you heard it, mi gente. La Comay has spoken. Don't be afraid to set your rules. We all need guidelines to follow when you think about it. Like when you buy something new and you have to build it. Doesn't it come with instructions? Don't we have to follow a set of rules to make sure that we're building the right stuff? We just don't know things. So think of our boundaries and our rules as the instruction manual for others to understand us better. I'm that person that saying yes is way easier than saying no. Because like I said before, I'm just not a combative person. And I'm working on that. Because I do love to help people. I do love to be available. But there are times where I can think about myself and just say, no, you know, not today. I can't. Listen, I heard this amazing saying recently. It came from Elizabeth Olsen. You know, the Olsen twin sister, uh, Scarlet Witch, WandaVision. You know who I'm talking about. Anyway, she said that her sisters tell her this all the time. And that is that no is a complete sentence. How powerful is that? No is a complete sentence. We feel like we owe society an explanation for saying no when in fact we don't. No means no, as cliche as that sounds. So set your fucking boundaries, my darlings. Let people know what you will tolerate and what you won't. And if they cross the line, tell them, uh, no, bitch, period. 
Bueno, my people, mi gente, it's about that time. Like always, I want to thank you for spending your precious moments with me. But before I go, I want to remind you to please, please make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at its.me.shell or on Facebook at its.me.shell.s and click the follow and like button. To make it easier, you can just click the link on my bio. It'll take you anywhere you want to be my bio on instagram that is and this way you can send me messages questions comments requests whatever you want you can say hi drop in you know it is what it is let's connect don't forget to follow me on twitter at it's underscore me underscore shell you know i'm here for all of you so let's read some shit out into existence and let out the old the new can roll on in don't forget to tune in to the new it's me wednesday series on igtv you know la comaya is super excited she already told you this so please show some love let's make that road to friday a little easier that brings us to the end of It's Me, Shell. And you can catch It's Me, Shell every Monday to make sure your week starts off on the right foot or so we can just say, fuck Mondays together. I don't want to forget to mention for an opportunity not only to hear your beautiful voice, but to get your questions answered, comments heard, or a simple shout out, make sure I'm so annoying with this, but here I go again. You click that link in my bio on my Instagram page. I actually am going to release a little bonus, so make sure you keep your ear out. I did receive some questions, so I'm going to play at least one of them out in the air, and I'll answer it. A little interaction. That'll be so much fun, so make sure you go ahead and do that. Let's talk some shit out. Lastly, I want to leave you with this. MSNBC's Tiffany Cross. Yes, honey. The way she went after Megyn Kelly for criticizing Naomi Osaka of not being genuine when the tennis star appeared on covers of multiple magazines after she stated she had mental health issues and wanted to pull out of Wimbledon. I mean, she was a former Fox news anchor. Say less, right? Mi gente, you know I don't do politics. Because like I said before, it's just so messy. But this individual had the audacity, the audacity to ask why was it racist for white people to put on blackface for Halloween? And then apologize for asking the question. As if the answer wasn't right in front of her or behind her if she knew any type of history. I'm glad that your rights have been read, Miss Megan Kelly. And please do better. Stop coming for us because we sure as hell are not looking for you. <laughs> Golly, ain't that some shit. Peace and love. I'm out.